Hey, Calvary Church, uh, Michael Escamilla here. I'm so glad that I get to be with you today. Hey, I remember as a kid, um, my mom and dad would travel. They would go somewhere for their anniversary, or maybe they were traveling with some friends. And whenever they would come home, my brother and I were anxiously waiting at the door, wondering what they brought us from their trip. And so as we were there waiting, they would come in and we're like, Mom, Dad, what'd you bring us? What, what gift did you get for us? Maybe it was a T-shirt or some type of trinket. And they would normally just smile and go back to their bedroom to unpack their luggage. And so we would follow them and wait to see if they got us anything. And somehow this transferred as a parent Linnell and I, when we travel, our kids, when they were smaller, would do the same exact thing. They're like, Mom, Dad, what'd you bring us? And most of the times they want a sweatshirt or a hoodie or a T-shirt with the city's name or a state name on it, whatever it is. And I would always wonder, guys, don't you just want us? But they're like, no, seriously, Dad, what did you bring us from your trip? And I don't know about you, this has happened to me. I think sometimes this can leak into our relationship with God. Sometimes it feels like, at least to me it does, that I'm like, God, okay, here's, yes, I know you're good, I love you, I'm so thankful for everything you've done, but here's my shopping list of things that I need you to do, things that I want from you, and I don't know about you, but that, that's happened to me. And this isn't just a new thing with you and with me. It's actually something that's been going on literally for hundreds and thousands of years. And if you grew up around the church, you probably heard this story before. If you've been around for a long time, maybe you've even seen it on a flannel graph. But do you remember the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000? He's out at a remote place. He's there with his disciples and literally hundreds and thousands of people are following him. And he turns to Philip, who's from that area, and he says, hey, Philip, what are the best restaurants around here? I mean, where can we go to feed this group of people? They've been with us for a while. It's past lunchtime. And Philip looks at Jesus, and he's like, Jesus, are you kidding? Like, even if we had the money, which we don't, we could maybe buy enough for everyone to have one bite of bread. And then someone finds a little kid with five loaves of bread and two small fish. And I love seafood. I don't know about you, but I would. And I know carbs are going to be in heaven. So all of that, it, it all works out. But these five loaves and these two small fish, and, and you know the story probably. Jesus breaks them, he blesses them, and they start passing them out, and he feeds 5,000 people with the little boy's lunch. In fact, they have leftovers, over 12 baskets of leftovers from this little kid's lunch, and people start to put one and one together, and they're like, hey, there were no food trucks there's no grocery store. There was no Uber. Like, how did this just happen? And this is one of the signs that John tells us about in John chapter 6. And he says, Jesus performed this miracle and people noticed. And they're like, wait a second. Caesar can't even do this. We should make this guy our king. And John tells us that they're getting ready by force to make 
Jesus their king. And so Jesus is like, hold on, time out. He puts the 12 in a boat, sends them across the lake. Somehow he dismisses the crowd. I don't know if he's like, this is not the Messiah you were looking for. I, I don't know how he got rid of the crowd, but the Bible says he dismisses the crowd. He goes up on top of a mountain and he prays and Later, he comes down, and this is where Jesus walks on the water, but that's a totally different story. But he gets in the boat with the disciples, and they make it to the other side of the lake. And the people have followed him on foot all the way around the rim of this lake. And they come to Jesus, and they're looking for him and saying, Hey, Jesus, we, we want to be with you. And Jesus actually calls them out. He says, Hold on. You didn't run after me because you want to be with me. You actually ran after me because of what you want from me. You want more food. In fact, even before he could tell them that, they say, hey, give us another sign. Uh, you, God provided manna for our ancestors in the desert. So, Jesus, why don't you give us bread? And he's like, I just fed you guys. Seriously, now you're already hungry again. And so he's like, you're just wanting to be close to me because of what I can give to you. And then he actually gives this incredible statement and he says, I am the bread of life. See, when, when we eat, whether it's seafood or something else, bread, pasta, whatever your favorite food is, you can fill in the blank. We get hungry again. But Jesus is saying, Hey, I want you to understand something. I am the one that really satisfies. If you eat this bread, you're going to get hungry again. That's just part of the natural process. But actually, if you have me, you will never be hungry again. And, and I don't know about you, but I've tried to fill my life with other things like career or money, <clears throat> excuse me, or relationships or fame or status or whatever it is like we've all probably tried to fill our lives with other things and it really does it it leaves us empty doesn't it I, I mean it might look good for a little while and it might satisfy for a little while but isn't it true of you and isn't it true of me those things are all temporary and, and Jesus actually says no if you follow me you're going to have real life and I don't know about you, I, I have to confess, I've actually treated Jesus like the genie in the lamp. And if I rub it three times, and if I pray a certain prayer, if I read my Bible enough, if I fast enough, if I give enough, if I serve enough, then maybe Jesus will answer and give me what I want. But don't you want your relationship with Jesus to be more than just, God, this is what I want? Like, isn't it a little bit childish, like the story I was telling, for us to just come to God and say, what'd you get me? God, what'd you get me? What will you give me now? And I know for some of you, you're praying really big prayers. You're asking God for big things. And I'm not minimizing that. Some of you are, are asking God for healing because you're not healthy. Some of you guys are asking for a job because you don't have a job right now or your finances are stretched to the limit. Or, or some of you are asking for your kids who've gone away from God or, or your spouse who is wanting to file for divorce and you're just praying, God, will you please help us to reconcile our, our relationship? So I'm, I'm not saying stop asking God or stop praying and asking God for things, but what I am saying is 
Why are you following Jesus? Why? Is it just so that you can get more stuff? Is it just so that he'll answer the next prayer request that you have? Or is it because you want him? So to end our story, it says the multitude started leaving. Like they're like, we're out. If you're not going to give us what we want, we're, we're gone. And I love Jesus because he turns to the 12 and he says, what about you guys? Do you want to leave? And, and Peter, who's never afraid to talk, he says this, Jesus, where else are we going to go? You have the words of life. Jesus, we've tried everything else. I mean, I've tried fishing. Matthew's tried tax collecting. Simon the zealot, he's tried fighting off the Roman Empire. Jesus, where else are we going to go? There's, we've tried everything else. You're the one who really brings life. And so today, I just want you to ask yourself this question. Why? Why are you following Jesus? Is it for the stuff? Or is it because you want a relationship with him? Because he wants a relationship with you. Can I bless you before we go today? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And may you remember today that Jesus is the bread of life. We'll see you next time. Thank you.